everyone, and welcome or welcome back to Hook of a Book. I'm your host, Ellie Mano, age 14, and for the 161st official episode of Hook of a Book, I'll be reviewing a heartfelt, wholesome rom-com, Symptoms of a Heartbreak by Sona Cherapatra. Symptoms of a Heartbreak kind of reminded me of the show that came out on Disney Plus a few years ago, Doogie Kame Aloha, MD. My friends and I were absolutely obsessed with that show, which was actually based on another show from the 90s, Doogie Howser, MD. If you don't know what I'm talking about, both of those shows are about teenage doctors. The main character of this book, Syra, is a teenage doctor too. This is the first rom-com I've read in a while, because I'm really deep in this Sarah J Mass fantasy rabbit hole right now. If you follow my Goodreads, you know what I mean. I actually read most of this book on a plane ride. It was so captivating that I couldn't put it down. I found Symptoms of a Heartbreak on sale at a bookstore when I was visiting New York City. I read the summary, and I knew I had to read it. It just seemed so unique and unlike other young adult romance books I've read before. I wasn't wrong. This is one of my favorite romances I've read this year. Let me read you a summary of Symptoms of a Heartbreak right now. 16-year-old Syra doesn't have a very traditional teenage life. She has just finished medical school, and she is now starting her first day at her new workplace, the local hospital. There, she will assist and treat children and teens that are battling cancer. The thing is, Syra already knows this job will not be easy at all. First of all, she's working at the same hospital as her mom, which is already pretty stressful. But the thing that really stresses Syra out is the fact that people are putting their children's lives in her hands. She wants to do a good job and help as many sick kids as she can, but she knows it's going to be difficult. Plus, not everyone wants a teenage doctor treating their children, and even people close to Syra are doubting her medical ability. She's sacrificing a lot by taking this job. She can barely see her best friend because of the long work hours, and it's pretty hard to socialize with people her own age. Because of her insane smarts, Syra is known as a girl genius on social media and around the medical world. However, not everyone is thrilled about having her work at the hospital. Some of her coworkers don't care about her medical degrees or girl genius social media persona. They think that a 16-year-old should not be working anywhere near the hospital. Syra is determined to prove them wrong, but things begin to get complicated when she meets Link, a teenage patient in the oncology ward. Syra and Link interact a few times, and Syra makes an interesting choice. She doesn't tell Link that she's a doctor. He believes she's a fellow teen cancer patient. Eventually, the truth gets revealed, which creates even more problems. Syra's beginning to develop a crush on Link. Patient-doctor relationships are strictly prohibited for obvious reasons. If people find out about her budding crush, she could get fired. However, she can't keep this secret forever. She wants to give Link the best chance of life she can, and she may just have to risk everything to help him. I absolutely loved Syra as the main character. I felt like she was strong and resilient and a great example of a girl boss protagonist. Her relationship with Link was super adorable. I loved every page of Symptoms of a Heartbreak. Plus, some of Syra's interactions with a few younger patients were so sweet and I loved her relationship with one of the side characters, 12-year-old Alina. If you're in the mood for a fast-paced book that is both swoonworthy and slightly bittersweet, you'll love this book. Let me read you a passage from Symptoms of a Heartbreak right now. 
I head toward Link's hospital room, my body heavy with dread. The dress under my lab coat is drenched with sweat, and even my feet in my flats feel sticky and gross. The worst part is the way my heart is racing, a too fast thrum I haven't experienced since I took the MCAT. Severe heart palpitations, generally a sign of intense anxiety or stress. Usually harmless. Except when you're about to face the boy you kind of sort of like and clearly shouldn't like who thinks you're a kid like him, and not the girl genius who's officially about to be one of his cancer doctors who needs to tell him that his diagnosis is pretty grim. I take a deep breath outside the door, then push it open. Howard, Cho, and Aurora are already surrounding the bed, and Nurse Jose is giving his usual chipper introduction. A woman, she looks a lot like him, of Korean descent with dark hair and tired brown eyes, so I'd assume she's his mom, stands lean and tall at the edge of the bed next to Howard. I tuck myself sort of behind Howard, slightly out of sight, and hope to get through this unnoticed. You're in great hands here at Princeton Presbyterian, Nurse Jose says. Doctors Cho, Howard, and Segal will be working with Dr. Aurora, who's familiar with your case from the last time, to plot out a course of action. Dr. Cho, will you outline your proposed treatment strategy for Lincoln's case? Dr. Aurora says, looking at his own patient file. He looks exhausted, too, but flashes me a bright smile. Cho clears his throat, then starts outlining his proposal. As you know, a reoccurrence can be alarming and sometimes more difficult to treat than the first, given an already weakened immune system and some built-up resistance to certain treatment strategies, which is why we proposed inpatient treatment this time. We're working as a team to ensure the utmost in care. I propose that we start with a softer course of chemo, not as invasive as the previous one, to see if that reduces or stops the spreading of the cancer. That way we can also ensure that Link's body can tolerate the treatment. If it works, we can eliminate the damaged cells pretty quickly and stop the recurrence completely. If not, we'll have to look at more exhaustive options. Howard clears her throat and pulls me forward by the arm so I can actually see the patient. Link sits perched up in the bed, his cheeks more hollow, his hair thinner than it was just a week ago at the mall. Or, wait, the ski cap, it was strategic. He's focused on the big box TV set to a music channel, his eyes still on the screen for a second before they turn to us, finally. And then they narrow, and then widen, and then narrow again. It's enough to make a girl dizzy. Or maybe that's the heart palpitations, which are still going strong and oh so fun. Wait a minute. He looks confused, which makes sense. Hi, I say weakly. Syra with an I, he asks. What are you doing? He sits straight up in the bed now, completely focused on me, as if he can't quite see me clearly or something. As if his eyes are deceiving him. I'm actually Dr. Segal. I chose to read that passage to you because it takes place when Link first finds out that Syra is not a fellow patient, but actually one of his doctors. I think the premise for this book is really unique, and I loved that Syra still had regular teenage crushes, and she wasn't just an intense, studious genius. I also wanted to say I love the cover for Symptoms of a Heartbreak. It's so eye-catching and vibrant. It was designed by Natalie C. Sousa, and I think she did an amazing job. If you're interested in reading Symptoms of a Heartbreak, here are some things you need to know before reading this book. Okay, so in Symptoms of a Heartbreak, there is a bit of profanity and a little bit of drinking, as well as a few medical scenes. However, none of the content is super concerning, and I'd recommend this book for ages 13 and up. Now, it's time for my weekly reading update. 
This week, I finished A Court of Frost and Starlight, which is a Court of Thorns and Roses novella. It was a super fun read, and I loved seeing Feyre and her friends get a bit of a break and celebrate the winter solstice. I'm now reading Sarah J. Mass's other series, Crescent City, and I'm loving it. I'm on the first book, House of Earth and Blood, and it's super entertaining so far. I'm also reading Serpent and Dove, which is a darker fantasy about witches. I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm pretty excited to keep reading and see where the story goes. Thank you so much for listening to Hook of a Book this week. If you have a book you want me to review on the show, you can email me at hookofabookpodcast.gmail.com or leave your request in a comment on Spotify. You can also send in a voice message that might be featured on a future episode. The links are in the episode description. To stay up to date with all things Hook of a Book related, you can check out Hook of a Book's Instagram. Sometimes additional book recommendations that aren't on the show will be featured there. The link is in the podcast description. Have a great week, you guys, and keep on reading. Ellie out. Thank you.